Welcome back, everybody. I don't know, I like saying that. Uh, we're continuing learning in the Kudas Tovas, meaning that Purim is in the air. I wanted to focus on Purim, because it's basically Erev Purim right now. A few days before Purim. Parsha Zachor is this week. And I wanted to tie all that into what we've been learning about. Also, obviously, learn further. And I wanted to, This it's amazing how this one little idea that we've been discussing really is so fundamental and there, there's so many little implica- there's so many many implications to this one idea and I wanted to open up actually reading something from the Chovas Halavavos uh, from Shar Vodas Elokim uh, that speaks about uh, the Kudas Tovis idea and to take it a step further and it's really Judaism 101 as we like to say Judaism 101 some of the basics so we'll start with that, and then we'll move on to some uh, Lakut Maran, then we'll move on to Lakut Alachas, and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, more how it fits in with Purim. Okay, so this is in Shar in the Chovos Levovos, Shar Avodos Elokim. That is the Shar, I believe. Uh, it's, it's the third, it's the third parak in Shar Avodos Elokim. It's one of the earlier ones. Maybe it's the third Shar. Maybe it's the Shar Yichud, then Shar something else, then Shar Avodos Elokim. I think. This is actually one of my favorite things to learn. As the Chavos Lovos, one of my favorite svarim. Put it on the all-time, doesn't need my haskama. It's one of my all-time favorites. And Shar Vodos Elokim, the general theme of this parak is, uh, is that a person is supposed to serve God, mitocha karasatov, from gratitude. The attitude of gratitude. Right? That a person is not supposed to serve God, he says. It's a low level to serve God for reward and punishment. Uh, for fear, because that's a level. It's a level in itself. And he, the whole entire uh, chapter, the whole entire section in the Chovos Levobos is about this idea that according to the good one receives, that's how much they have to give back to Hashem. He's not supposed to serve Hashem out of fear, but he's supposed to serve Hashem mitoch hakarasatov from gratitude. So I wanted to read a little bit from, from that tonight. The, really, the whole parak's about that, but it's really, again, so fundamental. So we're, gonna, we're just going to read the Lev Tov translation over here. So if you see, it says, there's like these small words, You see that? So we'll start from there, then we'll go into Lukut Maran. And uh, again, this is really Judaism 101 over here as it's talked about in Chobos Levavos, these little few small words that are a different type of print, that was added in by, I guess, the editor to give like subtitles, like headers to, to this different sections that you can know what's fine. Okay? Right? The more that a person gives, uh, the more that Hashem gives goodness to that, to an individual, so too that individual needs to add to their gratitude in serving God. And a person who doesn't add to their, increase their Vodas Hashem, then he actually goes down in his service. So, and then he'll go down and he'll spiral, spiral down and down and downwards. So he's saying that, that the more that a person receives good from Hashem, corresponding to the goodness that they receive, they need to be able to pay it forward to God. And then a, uh, well, am I reading this out of order? Let me just see this for a second. 
Okay, now I'm reading it in proper order, right? So if they don't take on goodness according to the goodness that they receive, so then they're going to a, uh, go down in their avoda. Okay? And he's going on something that I previously said. But since we've already clarified that a person is obligated to serve God, one from an intellectual standpoint and two from a Torah standpoint, Nimsa comes out. That when a person thinks about the goodness that God does to them, uh, that God does to all mankind, so a person will then begin to understand that they need to serve God from it makes sense, right? Just like anyone else needs to serve, right? So a person starts thinking, uh, my heart is beating, right? That's a tova. Hashem does. Hashem gives us our, our heart, right? Hashem gives us our health. Hashem gives us a house, running water. We're mostly germ-free. Now we have corona, right? They think, oh, I remember the times when no one told You know, now I have something else to worry about, right? Things are just status quo, something we take for granted, right? So when we look at all the goodness, the thousands of goodness that any person has in their lives, even a non-Jew, he's saying here, so from that we're obligated to have a certain level of gratitude to serve God from that. Ukishi is now he's going to take a step further. And this is the Chovos Lovovos. Again, it's not a breast liver safer. It's not a safer chasidis. Regular chovos lavavos. Ukishi is boning betovos sheboris baruch metiv rak laamo below shar haamim. But when a person starts to think about the goodness that Hashem does just for your specific nation and not to other nations, he's talking about the Jewish people. Yamin shuchayv lekabala atz. When you have to believe that you have to, you have to accept upon yourself. No safe lavodos Hashem whom yicheves mitzara seichum utelis al kol bnei haadam b'shave. Right? You're going to see that because you received more good, you, that because you're from the Jewish nation, you have to accept upon yourself more avoda, more things in order to give back, to pay it forward. You also have to do the mitzvahs and the Torah that also, you wouldn't, it's not logical, you wouldn't think to do the Torah, but when you think about all the good things that Hashem does for you, and the things that Hashem did for the Jewish nation, so then you're obligated to give back even more. So a regular person, their heart beats. That's a big thing, you have to have a karasato for that. But then you're going to think about all the good things that Hashem did for Klai that's even more of a good thing. Okay? He's going to flesh this out more and explain. Right? So then when a person, so we'll think about the Jewish nation, right? But then when a person starts thinking about the goodness that Hashem did for him specifically, for his tribe, and for all the Shvatim, right? Like the Kohens and the Levis, right? The person is going to begin to recognize that a person is going to begin to recognize that they have to give back more, like the Kohanim and the Leviim. Right? They're going to have to give back those mitzvahs, I'm going to explain this in a minute, that Hashem did, that corresponds to the specific good that God had given them. 
Ala Kohanim Heim Esrim Ba'arba Kineged Esrim Ba'arba Betuv Hatovel Shabore Hetiv Lakanim Veheim Esrim Ba'arba Matnos Kahuna. Right. So the Kohanim that received more good than all the other Shvatim, they received twenty-four extra good things. That the footnotes explains what they are. But they and corresponding to those twenty-four good things, they now have the twenty-four extra avodas, the twenty-four extra things that a regular person doesn't have. So let's just speak this out outside. Right. That. A person is obligated to serve God out of Hakar Satov. Not because of fear, not because you're scared, because it makes it, it's Hashem has done so much good. So Hash, so the Jewish nation, which Hashem did more good for than any other nation, he took us out of Mitzrayim, Asher Bacharbanu Mikalamim, he did miracles for us, he protected us through Gullus, we're still around, right? He gave us the Torah, the Hivdilanu Minatom, right? He separated us from the errors, the people who make are mistaken in life, right? So because we received more good from Hashem, Hashem gave us 613 mitzvahs for us to be able to express that Hakara Satov. Hashem gave us 613 commandments for, as an expression of gratitude back to God for all the good that He's done for us. And the Kohanim, which received more good, than the other rest of the Shvatim, they have an extra 24 avodas services that they need to do in the base of Migdash that corresponds tit for tat for the, as an expression of the good that they received from God. Clear? Okay, read a little bit more. We're going to tie this into Nakudas Tovos. Ulufi Dugmazu, and according to this thing that he's saying, and according to what we're saying, anything that God gave to a specific individual, to me, you, or anyone in this room, that Hashem gave you that He didn't give to other people, a love corresponding to that, a person needs to take on themselves a good thing in order that corresponds to that goodness that they received. No Additional things, not just regular things that you have to do like everyone else, but specific things that correspond to the good that you received. Like I once heard of Misa, I heard from Rabbi Rothman, and they say this about Rav Freifeld, that uh, he took upon himself for the goodness of being married. This might sound like a funny story, but you would say maybe why that, why this, but he said for the goodness of being married, he always did the dishes Motzei Shabbos. Uh, that Hashem, that his wife cooked him a meal, and a corresponding to that tova that he received from his wife, he had taken it upon himself in order to wash the dishes, right? That you receive a tova, a from the attitude of gratitude, you're able to now take on more avodas Hashem, more things that correspond to that. Which is more than just reciprocity. What are you saying? It's more than just, you know, naturally, if somebody does a favor for you, one do a favor back to them. This is really about finding, you know, from coming, not just the action, not just the behavior, but it needs to also come from... From an attitude. Nice attitude of Hakar Satov. Correct. That it's natural to be nice to people that are nice to you. All, all the prakim that lead up to this in the Chovas Lavavas in the beginning of this Shar actually speak about that. First, it starts with people. That even if a person did good for you and he didn't mean that good came out of it, like, you know, someone did something and you happen to be a side benefactor or whatever it is, he says, even so, you're Mechaiva Karasatov, you're obligated in gratitude, right? How much more so, Hashem? That's, what, that's ultimately what he, the theme that he builds on. He starts with people, exactly. And it's more than just reciprocity. Someone does me, I do for you, but it's coming from an attitude of gratitude. We'll finish this up and then we'll talk about what this has to do with Nakudas Tovos. But it's, it's, Pretty apparent. 
right? You give a korban toda you spark a fiyah chutu vasugavara tov shehitiv rakloba ofim yuchad mazei yigrom sheyinet tamid maoso tov yichedes. When a person takes on good corresponding to the good that they receive, so that causes that they always experience and feel and relive that tov. Shashem Yosef alev af yitin lo schar avur avodosav olam haba, and of course you'll get reward for it in olam haba. And you shouldn't be from the people that say, a, uh, you know, they do things without gratitude and et cetera, et cetera, goes on to play. And so this is, uh, this is really Nakudas Tovas. Why? Because Hakaras Hatov, gratitude, what does that literally mean? Hakarat Hatov, recognizing the good, right? That when Rebbe Nachman and Chovas Lavavos, the Torah is teaching us that you have to look at the good in order to serve God, right? So a person feels totally down and out. They feel like, I have no good in me, I have nothing, right? So if you feel that way, you're never going to serve God. But the foundations of Yiddishkeit, as the Chovos Lubavus explains, that a person needs to search for the good, right? That's the step even before that. A person needs to actually recognize that the Chovos Lubavus is saying that you have to recognize the good. You have to find the Nakudas Tovos, right? Because it's impossible that you don't have any Nakudas Tovos. So once a person finds the good that they have in their life, so now it becomes, you lift yourself up out of your depression, you lift yourself up out of your Yaga Vanachas, Rabbi Nachman was talking about, and now you're able to serve God. Right? And that's what he's, that's putting on that Pasuk. Zamra la okay ba'odi. I will sing to Hashem with my odi. With my od ma'atov, with a little bit of good I still have. With my hakarasatov. Right? Me recognizing that little bit of good that I have, then I'm going to sing to Hashem, like Rabbi Nachman was explaining. So I think this is, this is amazing, right? That it's really, it's really, again, this, I think maybe that's kind of the idea of Nakuda's Tovas, that this little Nakuda Tovas, this one little simple idea, is itself has so much explosive power. And I was like, the idea itself mirrors what Nakuda's Tovas is supposed to do, right? That this one little simple thing over here is really, comes out, it's the foundation of Judaism, right? It's the foundation of Judaism, to rec- as the Chovos Lubavo says, to recognize the good in your life and not serve God because you're going to get punished. And not serve God because uh, you're scared or because you want to accrue schar in the next world. Those are all good things. It's definitely a level. But as the Chovos Lubavo explains throughout that, uh, out that section, that you're supposed to serve God. Hashem, at every second, does so much good for us, right? So we have to become experts in training ourselves at recognizing the good. And everyone has good. Like Rabbi Nachman's teaching, every single person has good. Like I once heard, I heard this from Rabbi Jinian, a Rabbi of mine. Rabbi Jinian said, it says, Who is a rich person? A person is happy with their lot in life, is content. So how do you spell the word ashir? Is ayin, your eyes. Shin, your shinayim. Your teeth, yud, your yadayim, and resh, your rosh, and your reglaim, your head, and your legs. Ezehu Ashir, who's a rich person? A person appreciates the miracles that Hashem does for us every second by giving us our health, by giving us our vital organs. So you're Samech Bechelko. You recognize the good that Hashem does, and metoch that hakarasatov, metoch that gratitude that you have, that feeling that you have. You know, now you're really able to serve. God. But we feel, essentially though, we feel depressed. We feel, uh, we feel a lack of motivation. 
But Rabbi Nachman's teaching and the Chovas Levavis' teaching that Hakaras Hatov, if you want that feeling of gratitude, what do you do? You look Hakaras Hatov. Look at the good. Find the Nakuda Tova. Tani, go. Rabbi Nachman's saying that you should find first the good in other people, right? Yeah. Sure. Obviously, you should have a karsatov to your spouse. You should have a karsatov. You should find good points in yourself, right? Uh, even any any positive psychology, whatever, says good points in yourself. But to go out and say first, before you even get started, go find the good points in a Russia. Go find the good points if, in a Russia. Yeah. If you're able to see, train yourself so that you're able, on, even on a Russia, that you can focus. And once you're able to recognize, to know even what good points are, you will find them in the Russia, and then you'll be able to find them in yourself. Yes, that's correct that they, uh, once you find them in someone else, often it's easier to find them in yourself. But you don't know what you're looking for otherwise. You don't know what you're looking for, yeah. Also, I think, you know, that's, uh, the, the question to just be stated as this, that why did Rabbi Nachman start with other people before he started with yourself? You know, I'm just restating the question, right? So, like Tani's saying over here, because sometimes it's harder to uh, find in yourself, and you might look at other people, and you might say, oh, I wish it could be like them. Oh, uh, that, oh, if they only had that in life. Oh, uh, do you see how well they do that? And when it comes to us, we become experts at dismissing our good and putting ourselves down. So uh, you start with other people, you become, like you're saying, Tani, it's easier to find at times. Okay, now we're going to jump into Lukut Maran. And this is great. This is, it's a lot of chizuk, and we're going to connect it all to Purim. So it says in the brackets, V'hizhir Rabbeinu Zerchonu Levracha. Be able to find those on the sheets. The Hizir Rabbeinu Zerchonu Levracha. You see that? And mine has brackets. Yeah, you got, is it on the sheets? It's after uh, Azamra, after the words of Azamra Daika. Reish Pebez, yeah. How far into it? Uh, it's pretty far into it. Maybe it's not on the sheets, Tani? No, Kihu Yusod Godo? Oh, that's before that, Tani. It's the paragraph before that. There are brackets. In yours, you have the brackets, Tani. Let's see. Let's see if we can find it. Let's see. Here. Perfect. It is here. Second page. Second page, Chris. Second paragraph. There we go. Second page, second paragraph. Oh, I see. The Hizir Rabbeinu. That's right. Okay. The Hizir Rabbeinu Me'od. And uh, Rabbeinu, means Rabbi Nachman, uh, warned us with this a lot. Leilech im zos, to walk with this Torah. Kihu yisod gado l'chol misha rotsa l'eskar l'ashem Because this is a tremendous foundation for anyone who wants to come close to God. Ulaval yavod oloma l'gamri chas And that a person shouldn't lose their world at all completely chas v'shalom. Ki rov b'nei adam sherechoykim ashem Because most people are far from God or feel far from God. Iker richukam hu mechamas marashchor v'atzvos. Right? The main reason why they're far from God is because they're depressed and they're sad. Because they fall in their minds. Right? Rabbi Nachman has another Torah in Torah Samech where he talks about suffering. 
that when you tell someone, uh, that everything God does is good, so that's very nice while things are going well in your life. But when a person has a Yerida and you want to see, well, everything, everything, God does and good, that God is, everything God does is good, it's very hard to connect to because that's precisely why you have a Yerida. So Rebbe Nachman says it's like a person gets a lobotomy. He says in Torah Samech Hey, he says that why? Because that piece of information that everything God does is good, Hakol gets Hashem deletes that piece of information from your brain. It gets taken out. And therefore, that's precisely why a person winds up in a Yerida, in a fallen state. And because it makes it very, very difficult in order to connect because that piece of information from your mind gets deleted, right? So this is what it says, people fall in their minds. So Renachman says a beautiful thing over there. He says, if you want to see something in the distance, what do you do? You look. If you want to see further, something further in the distance, you squint your eyes a little bit. If you want to see even further, you squint even more. And if you want to see even further, you close your eyes completely. That a person needs to close their eyes and connect to a world of, on that day, Hashem and His name will be good. That everything's good. And reconnect to that piece of information to see the greatest thing in the future. To see way beyond themselves by closing your eyes from this world and connecting to that reality of that everything that God is, does is totally good. And that's why he says over here, and he says this in many, many places, They fall in their mind. Right? They fall to a lower state of consciousness. And in that lower state of consciousness, it becomes almost impossible to connect to that reality unless you close your eyes completely. But now he's going to give a different Because the person sees themselves how much damage they've caused and how much damage came out from they did. They yelled, they screamed, they did this, they did that. And they say, how can I ever fix that? Oh, they write themselves off completely. Every person knows in their own hearts and according to their own pain what the areas where they feel they've totally destroyed. And because of this, again, they fall in their minds. And, and most people, they completely be, give up. They completely become despondent, become discouraged, and they completely are yish. They throw in the towel. And because of this, they don't daven. And they don't even do whatever little mitzvah they could. Okay, you messed up. Does that mean you shouldn't put the filling on? <laughs> right? Okay, you did the worst of era. You looked at things that you weren't supposed to look at. Right? Or you did this, or you did that. Or horrible things. Does that mean you shouldn't wear a yarmulke? Does that means you're not allowed to wear tzitzis? Right? Does that means you're not allowed to give tzedakah? Does that means you're not allowed to give a bracha? Right? So because a person sees how much they've messed up, so you miss so many days of chakras or learning or this or that, whatever it is, right? It's not all or nothing. Right? It's not all or nothing. But you think, oh, look how much I messed up. That I can't fix. Oh, I'm such a this. I'm such a that. That, a person like me, it's a steer. It's a contradiction. I can't do it. So we're not saying, Adarab. Right? If you fall in your mind, it's not going to help. There's something you could do. Something. Right? You can help an old lady across the street. Right? Just because you can't do everything, it's not all or nothing. You don't have to do everything. Okay, if you could do everything, great. 
right? But if you find yourself that you can't, and you find yourself feeling like you have the lower hand, just do what you could do. That's okay too. You don't have to completely throw in the towel. A person really, really, really needs to understand this. Again, it's all in the mind. Even though in truth, yes, you did do damage. Yes, you did do a virus. Yes, you did do things you weren't supposed to do. Even with all this, it exists in the mind. Like we're saying, that piece of information gets deleted from you. Right? This is what he said. Ain't shum yish ba'olam klal. Yish doesn't exist. He should have said, Altit yayish. Don't give up. But he said, the reality of despondency, the reality of discouragement doesn't exist at all. It exists in one place. Here. Right in your mind's eye. Because you think, according to your mind, you can never pick yourself up again. Boom. Throw in the towel. Right? Something you made up. Something you took for granted. Right? But in a true reality, there's ancient, it doesn't exist. There's no Matthias. There's nothing here I could point to towards called Yish. Right? It doesn't exist in the world. He should have said, don't give up. He did say that too. Right? He said, don't, he should have said, don't give up. Right? He said, no, it doesn't exist. There's no place called Yish. It's not something I could touch. Right? Because it exists, the Nephila exists in the mind. And therefore, ancient Yish, Yish doesn't exist. There's no doesn't materialize, except in here. Because according to our mind, according to our actions, we think that we totally messed up. And all the depression and sadness, discouragement and self-loathing that a person feels, that's all the atzis of the baldover, the yetzahara. It wants to trick you to completely wipe you out. Therefore, a person needs to strengthen themselves a lot. To walk with this Torah. To find and search and sift that little bit of good that you still have, your point of resilience. And through this, and through this, you can bring yourself alive, be happy. And start longing for Hashem to save you in the Geula. Hashem, we be able to daven and sing to God, like it says, I'll sing to Hashem with my odi, with my little bit, with my little bit of good. And through this, a person will be able to truth come to tshuva. So tshuva is finding the good. Tshuva through nakudas tovas, right? Tshuva through nakudas tovas. You find your good. Now you come close to Hashem. You're depressed. You can't even serve God, like the Chovas Levavos is saying. Right? Hakarasatov. Recognize the good that you did. Don't just throw it out in the garbage. Otherwise, you're going to completely fall. I'm not going to serve God. It's all or nothing. Right? It's all or nothing. How many, I can't tell you how many people that I've spoken to, you know, even in my practice and the work that I do, and I say, okay, you did that. So you, can't do, you can't do any mitzvahs. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's not all or nothing. Right? Okay, you're sinning. Yeah. You should try to stop sinning if you're able to, right? But doesn't mean you can't still do good, right? Doesn't mean you can't do whatever you could do. There's still something you could do, right? Well, there's nothing you could do, right? But if you think, oh, I did this, it's a contradiction, right? It's black or white. It's a contradiction. I'm not a, so Lamana Ebes, false truth, throw the whole thing away, right? Because I'm that type of person. I'm saying, no, don't 
throw in the towel. You're not that type of person. That's not the essential you. The essential you is your Nakuda Toba, your well-being, your mental health. That's the essential you. Okay, yeah, you're messing up, right? But it's not who you really are, right? So we need to focus on the good. We need to recognize the good and do whatever it is that we could do, right? Everyone on their own level, everyone in their own life situations, everyone in their own circumstance in life. We'll do a little bit more, but I also want to save time to the Lukuta Halachas also, okay? Veda, and you should know. Nah, no. A person who's able to find, make this type of music, as we explained in the last class, finding your good, clarifying your high notes from your low notes, your good points for the band, is the same as making Jewish music. Because when you make true music, the the musical composition is clarifying the, the sad notes from the happy notes, the good notes from the bad notes, right? So finding the good in yourself represents making music, right? Or is the same as m- making music, right? That a person is able to find and grab and gather the Nakudas Toes, that's found in every Jew, even in the sinners of Yisrael, who Yachol is Palalifneha Amud. He's able to daven. Uh, as the Amud, a person who davens uh, representing the people who it's called the Shliach Sibor. He's sent or the representative from the congregation. Nishlach needs to be appointed from all the Sibor. That the true is able to gather and find the good in all the people that he's davening with. And he, he incorporates all those Nakudas Tovos into his fila and brings them in front of Hashem. And he takes that goodness, right? You don't want to shleach tzibur, that's too kvetchy, right? You want them to lift you up, right? To have, to gather all the Nakudas Tovos, to gather, to leave you feeling stronger, not weaker. And this is the shleach tzibur. V'tzarech shiyeh bo it needs to be very, very high. And it needs to be that all the Nakudas Tovos yearn to join the Shliach Tzibor. And he incorporates them. A person is able to do A person could judge everybody favorably. Even the weak and the Rishayim. He's able to find the good in everyone. Now you can make Jewish music. This holy tzaddik who's able to grab this high level, that he's able to find the good, and he's able to see the good even in the Rishayim, and that all everyone's good yearns and longs to be a part of it. He's able to be the chazan and the shleach tzibor. That he could dive in front of the amud. That a shleach tzibor, a true representative, making real Jewish music, as we're saying, is collecting all the good from all the yidden. It's collecting all the good, like, you know, like a, uh, you can't help think about the Lubavitcher Rebbe, you know, that 
He went after the lowest Jew, you know? He went after the lowest, lowest person he was concerned about, you know? Like, I heard this story about him recently that from a woman named Roberta, and she said, I forget her last name, but she said that, a, uh, that she was a young girl, and, Shlo- and uh, oh, this is a different story, and Shlomo Karach uh, was putting on a concert in her neighborhood. She lived totally not religious, and she had met him at a program, and she was like a 12-year-old girl, and a, uh, Rabbi Shlomo Karbach was in town, and he, he, oh, when, oh, sorry, I'm saying the story backwards, right? He met this, she met when they were 12, they met at a program, and Shlomo Karbach, uh, at this program, says, 12-year-old girl, what's your number? If I'm ever in, back in your town, I want to invite you to come to my thing. So she, she was a young girl, she gave him a, uh, his number, and then uh, sometime later, what happened with, oh, then what happened was this, every week for a long time, Rav Shlomo Karbach, he used to call the house Erev Shabbos and say, tell me a Torah. Tell me a Torah. I want a Torah. And, and she didn't really know any Torah. But there was this rabbi calling the house every week, Erev Shabbos, saying, I want a Torah. And she used to tell her parents, I got to get a Torah. There's a rabbi calling. I need a Torah. I need to tell him a Torah. You know? And basically it went on like this for some time and the parents wound up getting involved because the parents helped her find the Torah for Rabbi Karbach who was calling, you know. And then basically he came to, he was in town for a concert and he invited her parents, he invited the whole family and the whole family kind of turned around. I just heard this story a few weeks ago, you know, that to find the good, and it wasn't like texting then, he wrote down the number he had, he remembered, you know. And finding the good even in the lowest, I, I could post that on the chat, I actually have the video of the woman saying the story, right. A, uh, to find the good and even the lowest of the lowest not saying she was the lowest Jew but to go after everyone no one should be left behind right as the Pasuk in Yeshaya says Yisroh B'chos Pa'er Hashem says I glorify myself in you every Jew even the sinners of Yisroh every Jew as long as you're a Jew Hashem glorifies himself in you now we're going to go to our Parsha connection our Chag connection, because it's Purim. Okay. Lakuta, uh, this is a, 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 a Rabbi Nachman, uh, I mean, Rabbi Nassim, Lakuta Alachas, explains this for many, many pages, but I just want to bring one snippet over here because this is exactly what we're talking about. Uh, this is in Lakuta Alachas, Hilchas Hashkamas Aboker, Os Yud Aleph. He's talking about how the Dalit Parshios represent Nakutas Tovas. Perfect. Bingo. The daily double. Right? That's just a small paragraph. And afterwards we read Parsha Zachor, after Shkalem, we read, which is the war of Amalek. Through this that we take out the good, right? Through bringing out the good, we actually defeat Amalek that wants to strengthen himself over us. Because what does Amalek want to do? It wants to bring down the weak Jews and make them feel hopeless. Right? Like it says, I'll cut you down, all the people from behind, the weakest people. And you feel so worn out from life. Right? And Amalek comes to get the people in the back of the camp, the people that feel the weakest, the people that feel the most depressed, the people that don't feel with the seaboard. Right? And Amalek comes, boom, I'm going to cut you down, hopeless. 
You're never going to have hope again. That he wants to take down the weak people, the the people that feel weak of strength, to bring them completely down. And this is what it means that, it, that they're going to take you down. They're going to cut you down. But, but when you find in yourself the good, even at the time when you've fallen, through this, you're, subju- you're subjugating and destroying, eradicating Amalek. And therefore, after Parsha Shkalem, that the Shkalem, he explains, is the uh, arousal of the good inside a person because they give the shekel, a half a shekel, a little bit. Read Parsha Zachar. So you, every time you find an Akuda Tov in yourself, you're destroying Amalek. It's, it's an aspect of Mechias Amalek. Because Amalek wants to feel, make you feel hopeless. It's hopeless. And we all have areas in our lives where we feel totally hopeless. It's not going to get better. It's never going to improve. Uh, I'm not going to accomplish. Right? What was, was. What will be, will be. Right? And that's Amalek. That Amalek wants to take us down. That we lose completely all hope in our ability to repair, come to tshuva, and see our lives organized in the way that we'd like to see them. But when we find the kudatova, right? When we find the good, you're mekayim, right? Zechet, right? Emcha zechet tachas, right? Amalek tachas hashemayim, right? You wipe out Amalek completely. You get rid of that self-doubt and confusion that a person has through the clarity of finding the good in themselves. Then you defeat Amalek. And a uh, little bit more. And I was thinking that this uh, has to do with all, really, everything in Purim, right? That everything in Purim, why? Uh, last week we were talking about how Megala the Hester was to reveal the good, right? Megillus S. Megala has to reveal the good, how Hashem is really there. But we see this actually in uh, more of the halachas, because we say Mishloch Monos, right? Ishlerehu. So Mishloch Monos is really about finding the good. You give to anyone. Ishlerehu. Make them your friends. Right? We know about all the people who go out of their way if they might not feel they have a good relationship with someone all year round, they give them a shalach manos. Because right? you're finding the good. You're finding the good that there should be, there should be a certain level of achtas. Right? And then we say matanos levyonim. Right? That an evyon, a person, is, feels so destitute. They feel so down. Right? They have nothing. They have no money. Nothing. It's not just, a, it's not just an ani. It's an evyon. We lift them up. We find the good. We say, you, I'm going to give you money on Purim. Right? You also have good. You also get it. And when you give that matanos levyon, when you're aroused, that good back in that person. Right? And we drink wine. What do we drink wine? Right? Nichnas yayin yatsesod. Right? person drinks to become inebriated, and everyone has to consult their rabbi on what their appropriate intoxication levels are. Right? But what happens is your panemius comes out. Right? You're sowed, your secret. The secret is, is that you're really good. You think you left Hashem? The story of the Megillah is Hashem was with you the entire time. You never left God. What a greater salvation than realizing as far as you went, as distant as you thought you were from God, you really weren't. You were there the entire time. You really never left Hashem. Right? You're Megal of the Hester. You see, Hashem was with you the entire time. So, up until now, uh, I want to even go a step deeper than what we've been saying and also connected on Purim. We're talking about how we have to judge ourselves favorably. 
But just as we judge ourselves favorably, Hashem judges us favorably also. Hashem looks to be motzi, the Nakuda Tov in every yid. And I saw this Gemara the other day, so I have to read it, connected to Purim. Sha- a famous Gemara, we all, we all know this. Shalo Talmidah vs. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yoichai. This Talmidim asked the Rashbi. It's a Megillah, a Gemara Megillah, Yiv Beis Amar Aleph. Right? Why were the Jewish people at that time that Hashem made a, a gezer on them that she, they should be annihilated? Amar lahem, he said to them, Amru atem amru lo oso Russia. Right? The reason why is uh, because they went and they were nene from the Suda of Achashverosh. So they said back, right? Right. So if it was the gezerah was only on the Jews uh, because they were nene from Suda Sachashverosh, so just kill the Jews of Shushan. Why all the Jews? Right? So he said to them, the reason why is because they, in the time of Nebuchadnezzar, the entire nation bowed to some idol that Nebuchadnezzar had. And the Talmudim said back, Oh, does Hashem show favorites? So they bailed. They're deserving of death. Kill them. Right? So why should Hashem should have saved them? Kill them. They all bowed. They only did it... Ex- so what did the Rashmi answer? They did it externally. So Hashem only wanted to make it appear like he wanted to destroy them. Right? See, this is a famous Gemara. We all know this Gemara, right? They bowed to the Selim. So he said, why are they, just to recap, why did Hashem want to destroy them? Right? Because they bowed to idols. Right? So, what, Hashem shows favorites? Right? Kill them all. No, because when they bowed to the idol, that was only in Chitzonius. Not in Panemius, Hashem says. Right? In Panemius, right? It's a wild thing, right? They're bowing to the idol. You're going to say that they're not bowing? Of course, destroy them all. What does the Rajbi tell us? Right? It's no coincidence, it's the Rajbi. What does the Rajbi tell us? He says, he answers in the Gemara and he says, no, no, no. It was external. So Hashem only made it appear like he was going to destroy them. Really, he was going to save them. Right? Really, Hashem. So we see over here that Hashem judges us favorably. That Hashem in his mind, Kavayacho, looks at the good in us and says, oh, you're bounding to an idol? No, 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 no. Externally, internally, internally, you're good. You're a yid, right? Yisrael b'chaz pa'er. Hashem says, I glorify myself in you. Even in the sinners of Yisrael. So not only do we have to judge ourselves favorably, but we see the reciprocal relationship. The reason why is because Hashem judges us favorably. So we see how, we see how Purim, so Purim is really, just to wrap it all up together, you know, because we have to end, but Purim is really the revelation of the Nakuda Tova. It's the relation of the good that we have and that Hashem finds back in us. That Hashem decides to save the entire nation based on the fact that he's, Hashem evaluates in his infinite mind, Kavayachal, right, that even though they're sitting right now, they're doing one of the Gimel Chamurus, they're sitting right now. No, 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 no. It's only superficial. Because every Jew in their Panemius, in the Panemius of the Panemius, right? Every Jew is Kulotov. 
and Hashem is with us the entire time. So let it be our bracha to everyone, let it be for ourselves, for me, that on this Purim we should recognize all the good through the Mashlach Manos, through the Matanos Yonim, through the Bimagala Hester, through the reading, through the Shtia that people have, through the Suda, through, like we were saying, the dancing, right? When a person is Marakeid, they're sifting their good, they're doing Rikudim, they're dancing to Hashem, right? And to Adlo Yada, I don't even know all the good Hashem does for us, right? That it should all be good, everything, right? Mordechai, Haman, the whole thing, out from the Eibishtah, everything is totally, totally good and pure. And we should use this Akarasatov to see all the good that God does for us, like we saw in the Chovos HaLavavos, to give back to God, to give back, to pay it forward in a way that we're able to. And through finding our Nakudas Tovos, we should also give ourselves strength not to give up, to defeat Amalek in our battles of life that we shouldn't completely throw in. We should stay strong, we should hold ourselves and do whatever, grab on to whatever good we could, any mitzvah that we could, in order to pay it forward. Stay strong and not to lose hope.